Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engine! Greetings and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 29th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just, uh, you know, in the in the post-holiday, pre-holiday swing here, you know? What's the pre-holiday? New Year's? New yeah, Year's Eve, New, New Year's, Year's Day. Yeah. New Year's got, Eve, the most overrated holiday, most overrated night of the year. All the hype always Brent, fizzles. Just take it easy. Troll Brendan. Just what, uh, what do you mean, troll Brendan? Just you, just you know your your negativity towards things like bananas and and rotisserie chickens and, and New Year's and all. All holidays. I, just, I like that holidays. Are... I think Christmas, New Year's Day is great. Emphasize New Year's Day. Post up on New Year's okay. Day. I think New Year's Eve. Is, I can get is behind like that. Overrated. Okay. I can get behind I that. I, I think New I, Year's I, Day is one of the best days of the year. Well, I got a special New Year's Day coming for me. I'm ringing in the New Year at FedEx Field, going to big Commanders Browns tilt with my entire family, uh, who are all Commanders fans. The Browns have nothing wow, to play big, for. Are they Carson Wentz or Heineken? I, I don't know. I, that's, I don't know that it's either. That's still a TBD type thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to FedEx Field, trekking over. Pretty excited about it. But I have a big decision on whether I am just a troll. My fa- speak, Using the word troll, my family. The Browns have nothing to play for. They are eliminated. They're donezo. The commanders win their last two and they're in and like my family's going to be there. Am I just trying to like play spoiler? Is it really is it really worth it? Is it to be like dedicated and loyal Browns fan in this instance or does it just really not matter? I'm not like that fanatical, right? I so think you've I got two, be... two options. You could wear they? you could wear Brownie the elf gear <laughs> if you have it. Or uh, or put on or get a fresh jersey. Go to the, go to the Brown shop and and buy yourself a new Deshaun Watson jersey. <laughs> Wear that. I'm not I'm not going to do that part. I don't think that's. I think I'll go with the elf. If those are my two options, but what if, what if two un you know unroot forable teams? The oh. Commanders owned by Dan Snyder and the Browns quarterback by Deshaun Watson. I'm not sure which one's worse. There's definitely some yeah cognitive dissonance there needed to be fans, but we root for the jerseys, not the owners and the all the other sort of bad guys in the jersey. Sometimes I, I don't you know. Sound, it's, it's you hard. sound like a live player talking away yeah. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. There we root for the jerseys. Uh, just we, trying to grow we, the game listen. here with my family and the you know it's a global game. We root for Brownie the Elf. That's that's what it's all about. We play for Brownie the Elf. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that's my New Year's Day. I'm kind of excited about it, actually. It looks like it'll be like 60 degrees. I'm very excited to get over there. I'm pumped to see, uh, yeah, I don't know, NFL game with my my kids. What are you doing? You got any big New Year's plans? I got family coming in. They're on okay. They're on a plane right now. They're escaping the tundra of Chicago, Chicago. Even though yeah. I hear it might be warm, um, getting warmer, yeah. And yeah, uh, and they're coming out, so you know, got all just, right. 
Just I've been running a Ben breakfast the last few weeks. So. It seems like you. It seems like you have been just hiding in the shed. Are you hiding out there in the shed as you welcome visitors left and yeah, right? You know, okay. uh, a little bit. All right. Um, this is year in view part ten. We're done. This is a unique week, obviously, that space between Christmas and New Year's will come back with a normal... I don't know if it'll be normal. I don't know if we'll have a Monday episode. What are we going to talk about on Monday? There's no golf. So we, we may talk do, about your the experience holiday. at the Commanders. Kid. We could do that. So we'll see. We may not start until Wednesday episode, a Kapalua preview next week. But uh, this is your interview part 10. It hey, concludes... while we're on the NFL, yeah, I think the Bears might sneak into that first pick. Really? I haven't paid attention. The to that. Texans are feisty. They're they winning are. games. They're, they, so if they win one more game, we get the first pick. How many wins do the Bears have? Three, but they have two and a tie. Who's the consensus first pick this year? Do we? Is I don't know. We'd be able to, I think we'd be able to trade out of it. Obviously, like Caleb Williams is next year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay. Trade right, out of Carolina quarterback. QB Everybody's into the, it's like a year away from a great QB class from what I understand. Not that you have a QB need, I suppose. You they got Bryce Young. Just, Bryce Young. Justin Everybody Fields. wants Bryce Young. Oh, sure. Sure. He's awesome. He is good. So we trade all out. Right, of well, that. that's good. Get some more, more picks. I'm all for trading down. Just getting assets, picks, guys. Just picks. It's all about the future, Brennan. Browns have no picks because they trade for Deshaun Watson, a guy that's just lovable and easy to root for. Uh, He's played really well, team. too. He's th- All right. I'm not going to get into a Deshaun Watson referendum right now. This is the year in review part 10. Um, it's brought hey, to you by Club I got Club an oil CFE. change I got to get to. And I know. Come 15. on. We're talking about draft think, position. Do you think we could get this done? I don't know. We Wherever do. we get to, we get to. I did the, rest the research is getting, for it. The you rest the is getting on the cutting it. cutting room floor. I, I would say that I loosely researched the BMW. Okay. All right. Well, I have a lot of good stuff for Rocket Mortgage from last week. All right. Um, let's go. All right. It's brought to you by Club TFE. You can go to friedegg.com, thefriedegg.com slash membership to investigate more on that potential um, offering that we've been launching here in like four or five days. We, we've been toying and testing um with some of the what we're going to put out there early next week obviously <clears throat> you know it's if you break it down it's ten dollars a month um you know we we've got a couple course reviews planned for january well those will come weekly so we got four at least i don't know how many weeks there are we in got, january we got a video we have a video on the building of a green at a place i think people have interested interest in um, and we'll have the club tfe blog up and running come uh, tuesday the second so we're pretty or what is it? the second Monday? Sorry, second Monday, the second. So I wrote two things yesterday. What'd you write? Can't well, spoil I, it. Yeah, you gotta so, sign up. Oh. I wrote wrote about a future uh, about a, a U.S. Open venue, one of this year's. Uh, U- well, I just spoiled it there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, the U.S. Open, <laughs> one of the ten U.S. Open venues this year. Is that yeah, what we're suggesting? Okay. Yeah, right. I wrote about a, a U.S. Open venue that might be hosting this year. <laughs> so, just uh, that's a tough one to figure out. But then, uh, then I, then I wrote a, a prediction, prediction for next year. Okay, all right, yeah, for the club TFE blog. All right, again, we're doing this because I think it'll focus us to do more work, more work that we think we do best. Um, obviously your help, you're supporting and building it and growing it and making it stronger. Uh, we're also not taking away anything we already do. The podcast will remain newsletter will remain. They'll be writing for major championships on the website. Um, 
nothing is being taken away or putting behind a paywall. This is just adding Polly, a little. Polly will still be around every week. Absolutely. We love Polly. So uh, your support uh, means a lot to us. I think we're pretty excited about, about the way this will focus us and, and what we will produce. And, and obviously, we're only going to get make it stronger, better, look prettier uh, over the coming year. So go to uh, friedegg.com slash membership to see all the different various perks you get for becoming a member of Club TFE. All right, let's go. Your review, part 10. We are starting with the Rocket Mortgage Classic. A week that you entitled, I think this was off the top of a podcast, quote unquote, a shit sandwich of golf between Detroit and Live Bedminster. I think the golf was pretty ho-hum. And this was really uh, a proof of concept for what two diluted tours might yield in the coming years. And we'll see if it plays out exactly that way. But this was really one of those weeks where we got a fractured game of professional golf with two pretty blah events. Um, and, and you called it the shit sandwich of golf. Uh, Tino, Tony Finau won for back-to-back weeks. We covered uh, his 3M Open win in the last portion of year in review. Um, but Detroit was just a weak field. It was a clunky TV product. Liv's viewership was just continuing to decline, right? They'd come on the scene in the U.S. now a couple times, or at least once, I guess, uh, in Portland. And just their numbers are going down. Henrik Stenson won it. I mean, in Trump a, Bedminster was such an awful golf course to watch. And it was like, you know, obviously it was like a political rally and the golf was sort of incidental, right? There was just sort of a, a circus. Um, so it was just sort of uh, the start of this co- sort of dueling weeks, really, where, where both events kind of stunk. Um, uh, what In Detroit, there was one of the top 10 and 11 of the top 50 players in the world rankings were there. Uh, it was the sixth weakest full field event of the season. Uh, also this week, PGA Tour creates, quote unquote, a playoff eligibility list. So we have another shadow list here of, of guys that may or may not be eligible for the FedEx Cup. And this was obviously to cut out, you know, the Gooches and the, the Kokraks and, and those types um, from being eligible for the FedEx Cup, which we'll get to later with the TRO hearing, which was a, just a delightful trip down memory lane I forgot about in August. Um uh, Lori Cantor was just getting passed around for the decrepit. He's not uh, on uh, roster to roster, like three events, three different rosters. He was on the <laughs> decrepit Niblick squad this week. We were having fun with, with McDowell. Uh, I think he was. And you were just laughing at him. Just a guy just can't stay, stay with the team. Just 10 day contracts or something. Um, Travis Smith was also on a different event, every, a different team, every event, which we laughed at. Um, News of what Tiger turned out starts to come up. And this is the Greg Norman interview on Tucker Carlson, noted golf journalist. Tucker Carlson, I think, interviewed Greg Norman. And he said, like, it was like three quarters of a billion dollars. Greg Norman walked this back and say, you know, we don't comment on that. That was before I was CEO. By the end of the year, he was saying that. But uh, this is when news, you know, really comes out. I wouldn't say it was hard and fast figures, but it was like 700 million. They started throwing out actual numbers. Um, we were kind of a, you know, Davis love the third. Oh, this is, 
Rocket Mortgage. Davis Love the Third made it into a featured group. He was exemption. He was playing the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Fifty-eight year old Davis Love the Third playing with. I think it was Cam Young and Zalatoris. Oh, because he needed to get a closer yes, look at yes, him. Yes, yes, and he immediately yes. goes out in like forty or something. You were so, you were so angry about this. He was in featured groups. Uh, Makes me feel better about the Trezens Cup chances because he's like out in like 40 or something. Immediately takes it. Um, but yes, you were very worked up about that. Uh, and you, there was an article on... You know, NBA PJ. scouts, NBA scouts, they they get in the game. They, they get uh, to run a scrimmage or go yeah. to the combine and play with the players. <laughs> exactly, you know, exactly. To they jump down. in. They can't, they can't watch for the stands. They can't get what they need for the stands. They need to feel the action. They get out oh. there. They get uh they get in the mix and, and and feel the physicality. So there's a title, there's an article on PGAtour.com titled Captain Love the Third Scouting Young Contenders at Rocket Mortgage. You tweet, well, he certainly wasn't there to contend as he opens at T146. Uh, <laughs> I think good tied for DFL. So you got in your pops on that whole thing. Uh Euro Tour returned to fake St. Andrews. So uh that was fun. We had we had a good time with. I think it was Richie Ramsey. I believe it was Richie Ramsey won the fake senior. I could be wrong, actually. I, he, he did. I think. Okay. Um, so we had fun with well, that. You talked Scott about Scott winning at the winning at the old course. What a what a incredible <laughs> Fairmont's old course. I think it was him. I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn. It, he, he won once around this time. Uh, oh, he might have won. I think he won Kazoo. Yeah, he might won maybe. the next week. This was, I think, Crocker, maybe. Anyways. Um, it was Crocker. You're right. And he it was very emotional. It's been a while. There were helicopter helicopter parents. We talk about the helicopter parents, you know, descending into Bandon, taking their choppers out to uh, Bend and elsewhere for the Junior Am. Um, Sergio. There's a lot of Sergio uh, kind of fallout. You know, we talked about it at the Open. He was talking about how he was going to leave the European Tour. He wasn't feeling loved. Um, he backtracks that. I'm going to hold off. <laughs> this is like two weeks later. I'm going to hold off on resigning. He's speaking to Michael Speaking Collins. of, did you see uh, that Rory uh, Luke Donald Euro Tour video that was I the did. play off of Ryder uh, Cup? Yeah, uh, off of uh, what's that movie? Um, yeah, Love Actually. Is Love Actually. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With I've the never signs. seen it, but I've seen the play off of it like this with the signs. Why? So then it got to the last one, and it was a picture of the European Ryder Cup team. Yeah, and I think it, and it had Sergio in it. Interesting. So I wonder he felt if there was like a there. discussion that was like, "Do we keep Sergio in it?" Probably. I'm sure there was. <laughs> Everything gets discussed. There's enough media rooms for these kind of discussions, you know, to go over it. Um, so he he walks it back. He goes, "I've given more than my half." Half my life to the European Tour. I want to continue playing. Uh, he goes, I want to at least see what's happening with the Ryder Cup qualification starts. See what kind of rules and eligibilities they have in there. If I agree with what they are, I'll definitely keep playing whatever I can on the tour and try to qualify for that team. If not, then we'll move on. But it's definitely something that is in my mind. I think he failed to qualify or play the requisite amount of events. You know, of course, he would WD from Wentworth and go to Alabama, Texas game, things like that. Uh, news this week. Uh, Luke Donald is announced. There are news of rumors, reports of Luke Donald replacing Henrik Stenson. I don't think it was made official. He's playing in Detroit that week. Um, and he's asked about it. I would live up to my word and see it through. Let me put it that way. I wouldn't be doing a Henrik, is what he called it. Um, Shots fired. Henrik, 
is at Bedminster. So he's out there. He's got to answer some questions for the first time in a while. He says, quote unquote, I made every arrangement possible here to be able to fulfill my captain's duties. No laying up responded. Did he try not signing with Liv? So again, a little delusional Henrik. There was a lot of scorn for Henrik. Obviously, they thought he leveraged his position as a captain to get a bigger live offer. So people were pretty angry at, at Henrik this week. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, we get to, let's do live Bedminster. Charles Howell III is there. He tells the press, quote unquote, money was not a factor, which is just a fabulous delusion quote. Money was not a factor. What was it? What could it have been? Uh, we also get, we get, this is the big pro-am week. Obviously it's Bedminster. There's like Trumps are playing. There's some celebrities from New York, but they like wanted anonymity on who was playing in the pro-am. So like they released only a few of them. You got like uh, Clay Travis played, Charles Barkley, Erlocker was there. Just, but, but the full list comes out. It's a bunch of influencers. We got news from the ground that Matthew Wolf was going to play with, uh, I think it was Brett Falkoff, who's Bryson's agent. And they had this big, st- like, I guess Falkoff got a, a, a call from the tour, like, you cannot play on that. If you play on that, you're not welcome here anymore. Or some, some sort of standoff happened. And Falkoff, WDs from the Pro-Am, Matt Wolf has no one to play with. He wants to leave. And they put some, like, charity kids out there with him. And apparently he's grumpy about this. They're play- he's playing with some, like, kids who are, you know, first tee or something like that. And he, like, walks off the course. So the Pro-Am was just a mess at New Jersey. This was a big... Uh, content bonanza for a couple days um and this was like live live is like really struggling to get its act together we get news of like the gambling like they're not being certified by the integrity system like they won't respond to the that that certifies a lot of these leagues to be carried on sports books um there's like no there's total confusion around the team element still no one seems to care um, the announcers are screaming on the first tee. There's like, let's go Brandon chance. It's just like kind of a circus. Phil is heckled. So you get a lot of like New York press coming out. Phil's heckled by do it for the uh, Saudi Royal family on the first tee. Somebody screams that Adam, I think it ended up being, you know, some guys who do media or, or do, you know, kind of viral moments like that. Um, Oh yeah, that was all like a. It a was on Twitter. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do it for the Saudi, but it went extremely viral. Um, we have a discussion over who's the most reduced to live player. Like Phil again is terrible. He's like forty-two over par between live appearances and the two majors. Um, but he's. I think Forbes comes out. He was like the richest player, of the you know richest pro athlete of the year. Obviously. Um, what else happened at New Jersey? Jerry Fultz doubles down on the Ryder Cup feel. Players will tell you the same thing. Um, they they put a tweet up on the screen about like how this really feels like a Ryder Cup. Of course, the tweet was from somebody with zero followers that had just been made and, and had zero tweets until this one. Um, just four aces fighting. Uh, four aces and Majestics fighting for the team lead at the moment. It does have a USA versus Europe Ryder Cup type feel. This was from some you know, anonymous Twitter account. Fultz says, players will tell you that same thing. We get ridiculed for saying such things, but the players will tell you it's got that atmosphere, that feel of Ryder Cup. They get ridiculed for it too, but it's something special out here. It's just that simple. Of course, like we'd get on the ground reporting that Bedminster was 
not like that at all. There was just one big crowd and it was around the Trump grandstand. Um, Joel Beal wrote, uh, the folks who run this event call it golf, but louder. Trump calls it a celebration. Families who's lost loved ones on September 11th uh, staged multiple protests a week, call it an, an abomination. Uh, Bubba Watson officially joins, but says he won't play until 2023. So it'll be a non-playing captain at Boston in September. Join, which... He joined the uh, the, the uh, announced team with Sue Ann. Yes, right. I saw um, a uh, I saw a highlight clip with Sue Ann doing the the play by play the other day on Twitter. I was just like, disaster, oh. that is. Uh, David Faraday claimed it was he starts a broadcast with Stenson leading on Sunday or whatever it was Saturday. He called, quote unquote, bitter and mean spirited to take the Ryder Cup captaincy from Henrik Stenson. Bitter and mean spirited, which like, I mean, the cards were on the table there. Said Henrik was playing with something to prove. Um, He wins, uh, which was kind of, we say, is an indictment on live fields. Like Stenson had been just a total zero in competitive golf for a while. And he immediately wins in his first event. We we ponder if it was rigged. Potentially, you know, just conspiracy theory. Did they rig it for Stenson? Um, it's uh, it could be. And Donald Trump Jr. gets off a tweet that it was the biggest middle finger, the biggest, the greatest fu in the history of golf. And you question if Donald Trump Jr. is is up to speed on the sort of the universe of fu's in golf history. Like, can you speak confidently that it was the <laughs> biggest? Just trying to like fact check that uh, on how you rate fu's, but. Um, Stenson said there might've been a little extra motivation in there this week. Uh, I guess we can agree. I played like a captain. He cracked, which was, you know, uh, he said he didn't resign the captaincy. It was taken from him. He had worked it out with live golf to continue to assume both roles. So he worked it out with live, but apparently not the Ryder cup Europe, which is the, you know, important party here. Uh, Charles Barkley obviously is dabbling like would live this week and he's playing in the um, playing in the pro-am, but he also then says, I'm not going to jump, but it was like a big PR kind of boost for live. Uh, the chain smokers also bailed the day of their concert. They're, this was a big this concert. They're supposed to have big chain smokers uh, uh, time of year. They're dabbling with golf and they bailed the morning of saying they're sick, which was amusing. So that's all live New Jersey at Detroit. Um, Mark Hubbard, I don't know if you remember this, Homeless Hubs, had an ace, but he dropped his club. He dropped his club in disgust. I think it was the 313 hole. I could be wrong. Um, and he says that's embarrassing as he drops his club in disgust, but the ball rolls into the hole. It gets an ace. Sabatini also made an ace. And Adam Shupak from Golf Week tweeted that no beers were sent to the media center, as is custom. <laughs> I said, well, he probably had to buy for all of Bratislava after that ace. So. Um, Finau wins again. He fired 67. He won by five shots. Uh, I want to make a, uh, not a prediction. So Cameron Young is T2. It's a seventh top three finish of the season in Detroit. Obviously not a strong field. It's seventh top three finish. Feels like he could be a Scheffler, potential Scheffler type breakout. You know, Scheffler had a billion runner ups, always around the top 10 of events, big events. I don't know. What a, what a big Maybe prediction. Cameron Young. I'm not saying he's going to do be number one in the world. No, I'm saying he could follow the same type of mold, right? Where he had a bunch of runners-ups one year and then really gets, you know, 
I like that. I I like that. I like that you're uh, you're stretching your legs on that 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 uh, prediction. You know, really going with a with an Anyways, unknown. I just didn't realize. I knew he had a bunch of runner ups. Seventh top three finish at the Rock and Mortgage. Um, Finau is the first to win regular season events in consecutive weeks since the legend, one of the PGA Tour legends, Brendan Todd in 2019. <laughs> uh Tom Kim secures his card, obviously, with a special temporary, but we, we'd learn more about him at Wyndham. Um, and James Hahn starts really tweeting, really, really tweeting. He tweets uh. about travel. He's really angry. He goes, take a look at the new PGA Tour schedule, and you understand why players are upset. Vegas to Japan to South Carolina to Bermuda to Mexico. For the viewers, it's a flick of a remote. For us, it's 20-hour travel days and tens of thousands of dollars in expenses. You know, and he just gets really sort of ratioed into the earth by players, Ben Benny on. You're you're, um, you're going into my week. You're spilling into my week. All right, I'll let you take that away. I'm done. Rocket Mortgage Classic. Let's go to uh, Wyndham. Wyndham, it is. All right, we got the as you as you got to. We got the big schedule release. Everybody's excited about the new PGA Tour schedule. They got the existential threat with Live, and you know what they do? They roll out the same exact freaking schedule as as years before no changes no structural changes really effectively 47 events same shitty playoff system that's what they roll out and that's what gets james Hahn all fired up that's where he gets going that's where he gets cooking it's the schedule now i want so he said vegas to japan to south carolina to bermuda to mexico Right. Now, let's keep in mind, James Hahn's like the 400th ranked player in the world. He's not very good. He's not even eligible for half of these events that he's complaining right. I was about. I wondering about that. Like, Zozo and like that, yes. you know. And I think Vegas was the CJ Cup, if if I'm not mistaken. No, that's Carolina. South okay, Carolina. Car- South Carolina. So, two of the four, he's not, for him, it's Vegas, two weeks off, Bermuda, Mexico. That doesn't sound that bad now. No. So he's, you know, he's, he's there's out private there jets, there's charters, right? The tour charter to jet from mm-hmm. Japan to South Carolina. Still not easy, but saves you money. We should play in major cities, places where they have an NFL team, not Bermuda and Puerto Rico. Us little guys have feelings too. Do you see the hypocrisy? Players are leaving the tour because they want to spend more time with their families, among other things. But when I address our scheduling issue, it's considered whining and insignificant. I can't win with you guys. He then uh, later goes on to say, it's good that we I take back playing in major cities. I like that we support these communities. I would, uh, Yeah, he quickly. He, this was when he really started just becoming a main figure in the year of golf, which is quite amusing. Um, a a lot of his months. tweets have been deleted. Like a lot of those tweets have been deleted. I keep finding deleted tweets from James Hahn here in the last six weeks. The week starts uh, along with the schedule with Bryson appearing on Noted Golf Reporter, as you said in the last uh, last week, Tucker Tucker. Carlson show. Okay. And he uses a familiar pizza shop analogy, a familiar analogy. One that you you might have heard on this show, but he swapped out pizza shop for coffee shop. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, Tucker Carlson's like, yeah, that doesn't make much sense. 
so, so anyways, that was uh it was great to hear that uh that analogy. Yep, yep, on the pizza shop slash coffee shop. Uh Faldo, uh, this is last week. Yep. Uh, in in the CBS booth. And he Teary had there's like a right? Yeah, Teary farewell, but he also had like a cryptic retweet about CBS not giving Faldo more events. Really? I don't yeah, remember that. Yeah, okay. Shackleford picked up on it. Okay. I was reading Shackleford's blog, and, okay. and there was something in there. It was, it was the quadrilateral, a great, okay. another great subscription um, that you really, he does a great job. Um, <laughs> Pat, Pat Reed um, decided to play a couple Asian tour. He added some Asian tour events in Spend Singapore. more time with my family. And South yeah, Korea. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that little puff piece on the Greenbrier, all the family time. Maybe he got tired with the family time. He decided family time wasn't good. Yep. Yep. So DL3 has some, has some comments come out early in the week that are just nonsensical comments. Okay. So he says, well, here's the biggest lever. And, I, and it's not the nice lever. But if a group of veterans and a group of top players align with 150 guys on the tour, and we say, guess what? We're not playing. That solves it right. That was, that was about if live guys play in a major, which wouldn't. All right. I wanted to start with that wouldn't solve anything. Right. It would just it would just Not draw good. more attention to the yeah. live guys. To the Yeah. Yep. And people yep. would be like, what idiots? Like, why aren't these guys playing? You know, it's the U.S. Open. It's an open tournament. Right. He's talking about the U.S. Open particularly. It's an open tournament. You wouldn't say solve any issue. You just would cause <laughs> another problem, actually. And you know, then a live guy is probably going to win, and that would be a bad thing for you. You know, the best thing you could do is play better than them and make them insignificant that way. So, anyways, he makes this nonsensical comment. It's just an idiotic comment idiotic solution Bad. thank god i mean davis love has way too big of a voice in the room if this is these are the ideas he's spouting out there <laughs> this is a big run for dl3 out there so anyways just keep this in mind because then like a day or two later the live lawsuit comes so it's filed in the california northern district court bringing 11 plaintiffs headlined obviously by phil mickelson uh, it's an antitrust complaint against the PGA Tour. They also file a temporary restraining order, a TRO, with Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford, and Matt Jones asking to play next week in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Memphis. This complaint is 100 pages long. It's from your buddies at, uh, what's it called? Gibson Dunn. Dunn. Gibson, Gibson Dunn. Dunn. Um, and just to t- put a bow on the DL three comments, like right in the, the complaint, our DL DL three's com- uh, comments. And it's like, this yeah, is antitrust like, behavior plugged it in from like 24 hours prior. Well, we're going to put that in the complaint immediately. Yeah. So among other things that are in there, like that come out, Phil, Phil suspended, uh, Bryson uh-huh. had to, 
backtrack at Riviera, like profess loyalty to the PGA uh, Tour. Yeah. So that comes out. That was a big thing. The Andy Ogletree just like getting like having no place to play and the tour not letting. That was the yeah. best. I thought the best case against th- what that they were doing. Being like monopolistic kind of thing. Yeah. And I think like if they wanted to go the lawsuit path, when I think about it now, what live where live fucked up was like they shouldn't assign any good players uh, the <laughs> gates, and they should have signed a bunch of Andy Ogletrees and let the tour ban all of them, suspend them, them. Yeah. yeah, and then they would win this lawsuit. They would have like won this lawsuit, right? Um, they call the alliance unlawful, um, and obviously, like this is still going on. Right, right, right. Uh, granted, like there aren't eleven players involved with in it anymore. Um, but yeah. the this lawsuit's still going on. So everything that's going on, like you know, the big thing is like the con- con- collusion between the organizations against uh against alleged yeah alleged, alleged collusion. collusion yeah ag- against so so anyways wasn't there a report on that recently? Like the they they're alleging that they got together at the match in mm-hmm. Bella and uh. Whatever the Blueberry Fields, whatever that place is called again, Pelican Club. Yeah, anyway, still going on. All right, still going on. Still like how people, you know, how how all these organizations interact is still being monitored and obviously yeah. important. Um, Big J sends a memo. Fundamentally, these suspended players who are now golf Saudi League employees have walked away from the tour and now want back in. Big big gear for memos from Big J. A lot of memos flying. <laughs> you, I guess they, you have to have memos. Go ahead. Uh, Zalatoris splits from his caddy right at the beginning of the week. Wins next week. St. Jude. Yeah. It was an uh, interesting move given he was having a career year. And uh, then, you know, there are some interesting rumors about <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> Amicably split. On the yeah. face of it, yeah, yep. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, in the in the lead up, you're you're talking about the irrelevance of these guys that are like alleged are fighting for their job and like what you have to do to be a bubble boy, a one twenty five boy, right? And you single out one <laughs> Max McGreevy. You just. <laughs> You just put a bullet in his, in his no, season no, at the beginning no, of the week. No, we rooted Max McGreevy onto the right side of the bubble. We talked about how he made he six rewrite. of 18 cuts or something like that. And trying to understand if it's That's a playoff, what I'm saying. it's a real playoff. He really attacked his season and he responded. He had a great performance, went from 126 to 102 in the FedEx Cup. Great, a banner Max, week. Max McGreevy tracker that week. We're yeah. proud of Max that week. Uh, Tom Kim wins. Uh, he shot 61 on Sunday, and he made a quad on his opening hole. So that was a big storyline. Wait, wait, wait. He shot 61 with a quad? No, he, he shot 65. Oh, on Thursday, so he shot he made 65 a quad. Okay, on Thursday right. with a that's quad. Right. That's right. That's so he right. qu- made a quad on his first hole, and he wins the tournament. He shoots 61 on, on Sunday, just Got like it. blows away the field on Sunday. He was playing. I think he was playing with Sung Jay in that last group. Um, now let's get to the bigger tournament of the week, which was the Women's Open. Uh, Muirfield. Sure. Muir, yeah. Ashley Buhai wins 
the AIG Women's Open. After they played the 18th hole, it was a playoff. They played the 18th hole over and over and over again, which like it it brings into question like what. So Buhai was three shots up on Inji Chung on the 15th tee. She hit it in a, a fairway bunker, made a triple. It was just That's like right. a disaster. That's right. Yeah. And and then like you know it was kind of a battle coming in. Uh, but this playoff like illuminated like why why isn't it the same playoff that the Benz Open has like there's a sweet aggregate yeah, yeah aggregate playoff a four hole aggregate playoff four hole yeah. um like that would be way awesome and instead they just kept playing the 18th hole over and over and over again didn't and, go ahead what. Wasn't darkness always an hour, almost an issue yeah. with like a 10 p.m. Like well, because they started they they started so late for the American audience. Ah, uh, that's right. And then there's right. no fans there because it's like they're playing at 10 o'clock local Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. So of yeah. course there aren't fans there. Like, yeah. chilly, um, dark. Yeah. So, anyways, they keep playing and playing the 18th hole over and over again. As they're like, they got dead time to kill because they have to go back to the 18th tee. And do you know who becomes the star of the show? The, the star husband, of the playoff? Right? The, the husband. husband. Ashley's husband. David Buhai, okay. who's who's uh, Lee Six's uh, caddy. Right. Uh, and he apparently right. was just getting loaded watching this. <laughs> Like he's apparently just like throwing back I mean, beers. It's an extra, yeah, extra hour and a half or something. Get a so, couple drinks in you. So I watched it again. You know what he got? He got popped for. I popped him, and I rewatched the tape, and I feel very confident with me popping him in the moment. <laughs> it was a proper got, popping. Yeah, he got okay. he got he got popped for like being overzealous with the celebration, and I one hundred percent stand by it. <laughs> so. It's even worse that he's a caddy. It's it makes it even worse that he's like integral integral part of the women's game that he did this. Like it it makes that he ran out. So he ran runs out to celebrate really really quickly. Like runs out to the green. Shake hands yet after this agonizing oh, playoff. No. Even worse. All right. Buhai hits an incredible recovery shot from the donut bunker to like. Two oh, feet. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was a like, pillow fight, right? Wasn't yeah. it like a lot of pars, pars? Okay, all right. I mean, it's the 18th hole there. It's really hard. It's hard. Yeah, that's true. That's hard. <laughs> and uh, so you're ma- you're watching people just like fight for par. Um, so yep. Buhai, incredible recovery shot from the donut bunker. And uh, her husband, so she, she makes the putt. Short putt. She The putter's resting on her leg. Hands go into the face, like, or the face go yeah. into the hands, like that yeah. kind of celebration. Yeah, she's like going like this. Putter's resting on her leg still, like you, you get the moment of where she's at in the celebration. Sure, barreled into by Big David Buhai. <laughs> Hug hasn't <laughs> hasn't celebrated with the caddy. Hasn't even yeah. hasn't even picked the ball out of the hole yet. Has not, has not, you know, done anything with the person that she was, Inji Chung, who yeah. was just in a three-hole playoff for a major championship. No shaking of the hand. Buhai and her husband are, like, now in this big embrace. He's, like, 
picking her up and like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. In, in the in the embrace star is the not show. short star of the show yeah. star of the show so this is the first it's like you know you immediate reaction okay husband is in there and it's just you know what happened to the rope who was administering the rope line this is a complete a abject fa- this is a failure on all levels Imagine Tiger when he won the Masters in 2019 putting in, and if they had let Charlie just run out on the green like he probably wanted to. The Masters, yeah, yeah. This is just a comparison. It's a dash day situation we had here at the Mirfield. Worse than a dash day. Yeah, right, right. That's pretty good. I'm glad you went back and watched the tape, watched the film. This is a proper breakdown here, really, frame by frame. So, anyways, that that's the week uh, right. at uh, at the Women's Open. Fantastic. Um, let's move on to FedEx St. Jude. You know the TPC Inatech. Obviously, this benefits a great cause, St. Jude Children's Hospital. Golf Week. Look, <laughs> writing headlines is can be hard. You can walk yourself into a bad headline occasionally. I empathize with the uh, attempt to do that or, or trying to do that. Golf Week had a headline. You got live drama happening. There's a TRO hearing coming. This is a Golf Week headline. (laughs) Controversy is alive and well at the FedEx St. Jude Championship, period. So are the kids with cancer. Not a good headline. This is ratioed. (laughs) This is deleted. This is quickly walked back at golfweek.com. Controversy is is alive and well. So are the kids with cancer. Is that wor- better or worse than the golf.com tweet after the Sergio oh, yeah. blow up about what silencing the, the haters? haters. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's worse. I got to be honest because, you know, there's some time to think about a headline. And yeah, I don't know. Kids are still alive. Great. Uh, this is a big FedEx Cup debate. You guys had, you know, Andy and Joe LaMagna, you guys did a fet- podcast together about just, you know, what is the playoffs? This was like, we had a, a kind of a clunker of a leaderboard. It was a clunker of an event until like the last hour when you got Zalatoris and the septic tank really exchanging. The septic but tank. Like, it was like bad because we had like Ricky Fowler leading. Uh, he was barely in. Like he was 125th. Ricky Fowler, JJ Spawn, like a lot of guys who were in that like 100 to 125 range leading. You're like, this isn't a playoff. This doesn't make sense. Um, and like this is like a disaster for the tour, especially with the live stuff going on. Before that started, we of course had the TRO hearing, really a highlight of August, probably the highlight of golf Twitter for August. Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford, and Matt Jones are denied their TRO and their attempt to play the FedEx Cup playoffs. We get a tweet from Tron Carter uh, alleging, uh, reporting that they were allegedly waiting like a mile <laughs> down the road outside the you had some fun TPC with this. Southwind. Uh, yeah, just. Like we got worked up like complete dorks. You know, we got mad at them for doing that. Uh, But yes, the Tron reported that Uh, this TRO hearing was just a bonanza of content. Liv's lawyers focused on the notion that playing the FEC playoffs are crucial to getting access to the majors. So like these three guys have qualified. They deserve a chance. Um, And the the tour's actions of suspending them has uh, caused irreparable harm. This, of course, is shot down and denied. 
The tour reps, the tour reps cited substantial amount of money that live players had been contracted for and noted the maximum prize of 18 million to be won in the FedEx cup. Uh, they also tour reps said PGA tour commissioner had absolute power to suspend or ban playing privileges, uh, which the judge did not completely, uh, buy. Um, Big week tour, for the judge. Tour lawyers noted that Liv had claimed five of the 10 players. So they're admitting, like, you've had success. You took five of 10 players from the PIP last year. So, like, you've already succeeded in building a competitive product, which is kind of a, an argument that carried some weight. Um, yeah, District Judge Beth Freeman ruled, the Liv contracts are based upon players' calculations of what they were leaving behind. So they knew what they were getting into. Um, and... This was a bad week for the Gibson Dunn boys. Uh, I forget the attorney's name. It may have it in so here somewhere. Just a just an absolute laundry. What do you call the Masters statements or the Super Bowl? He called the, the FedEx, FedEx Cup, Cup the set the <laughs> Super Bowl of golf. Um, players sought to play the FedEx Cup with their legal counsel, unironically called the quote unquote the Super Bowl of golf. He also referred to Gooch, Swafford, and Jones as quote unquote. These three poor kids. He called them three poor kids. They have like combined tour earnings of like $40 million. They just obviously got this live bag and they're waiting. These three poor kids is how he referred to them, which was one of the all time preposterous statements in a year full of preposterous statements, referring to those three kids as three poor or three players as three poor kids. Um, they were popped for submitting an unrealistic proposed TRO. So then they submitted a corrected one after the PGA Tours deadline to file a response. So it felt like they were trying to rush it like the week of, you know, and so they got popped for that. Um, uh, also, he, the attorney admitted that players' contracts were structured so their winnings were recouped against the live contracts, which was walked by, walked back by a tool coast law or tried to clarify by like, hey, our counsel spoke out of, out of turn here. This is not true. Like this was a big rumor, right? That their contracts were, you know, future winnings were recouped against the contracts. Uh, the lawyer says this in the hearing. Atul Kosla, who's no longer with Liv, has to walk this back. Uh, this was like a big misstatement by the attorney, along with the Super Bowl of golf. Um, Robert Walters is the, the name. So Freeman asked, well, do these contracts provide payments simply for showing up to the first tournament. Walters, the attorney with Gibson Dunn, said, well, they do, but then they have to win money in order to recoup against the contracts. So they are a little bit different. Um, he also called the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Ohio, is what he referred to that, the API in Ohio. Guy did not know his golf real well, which is understandable. Um, there was a hot mic incident at one point, right? They were in like a recess and the, the attorneys are just chatting away on, on a hot mic. Um, what else? Have yeah, yeah, Kosla says, I, I haven't received the transcript of the proceedings, but it seems there's a misunderstanding regarding prize purses. He has to walk that back. Uh, the judge kept calling it the LIV tour. Uh, there was this notion, like a big debate was this notion of guys having to wear live apparel, like in peach. Are these guys going to be at FedEx St. Jude wearing live apparel? Like this was a big argument. Like does their contract obligate them to do this? Um the attorney, Walters, didn't even know what city they played in in Saudi Arabia. He was like, um, he's Saudi international. He's like, it's in Riyadh or Jeddah. I'm not sure. Like, so API is in Ohio. He doesn't know where the Saudi international is. The judge talks about anybody can miss a three-foot putt, referring to Gooch, kind of popping Gooch, Jones, and Swafford. 
Uh, like, you know, you can lose, anybody can lose these tournaments. Why do they have a sh- shot to get in? Like, are they actually going to win? Uh, and, and she also refers to like, these contracts are much more restrictive than anything they had on the PGA tour. We start seeing like details of these actual live contracts and, and these lock quote unquote, these lock up contracts, lock up players in ways the PGA tour never ima- imagined. They are so restrictive. So again, the notion that signing with live kind of removes your, your, independent contractor status that maybe you enjoyed on the PGA tour. Maybe you didn't. The live lawyer also says, quote unquote, all 48 spots have been signed, which could not have been true in August. I mean, they had maybe 48 guys signed. They probably had 60 guys signed. I don't know, but to suggest that Where are 48 they at? players have been signed, I, it was an odd assertion in, in August. So that guy had a real bad day. Gibson Dunn, Walters, had a real bad day. They lose the TRO. Um, There's a Telegraph report that Cam Young is going. This is uh, eventually proved to be untrue. Billy Horschel says live guys have, quote unquote, been brainwashed. Um, He's at FedEx St. Jude getting off his his takes on like there was apparently reports of all these guys like huddle around iPads and stuff. I think Rory said that watching the hearing in Memphis. Billy Horschel. I've said to some of these guys personally, I think they've been brainwashed. The way they feel so adamant that they're going to be back on the PGA Tour, I've had to tell them, had to, some of them tell me, I'll see you at the tour again. I said, no, you won't. So this is the start of, of kind of a win for the tour. Fred Couples just completely unloads. They win or lose, I don't really care. I'm 62, I'm playing the Champions Tour, but it's a little heartbreaking. Go do what you're doing, suing the tour. 11 guys, when they're probably 200 guys on tour, I just find it really weird, weird why they're suing us. I have a funny feeling I know where it's coming from. And it's coming from their leader, a.k.a. Greg Norman, who no one's liked for 25 years. And that's not being mean. That's just the truth. He's not a friend of mine, but never would be because we don't get along. But he's running a tour that he thinks is incredible. So no one's liked Greg Norman for 25 years, which may have some truth to it. There's dueling memos. Sharky. G-F-Y, Sharky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. So after this TRO hearing comes down, there's some dueling memos. Uh, Liv like, announces one sentence, like it's a setback for golf. PGA t- Players should be able to play whatever golf, golf wherever they want. It's one sentence. Jay Monahan issues his own memo. It said, referring to the three Saudi Arabia financed golf players, which is an interesting way to frame them, but not in- inaccurate totally. Um, had been denied the restraining order. And quote, unquote, players, fans, and partners can now focus on what really matters. So again, going to players. <laughs> the FedEx focus, Cup playoffs. Like the fans can focus on what really matters now that they've been denied their TRO. Cameron Percy lets it slip that Cameron Smith on, on Australian radio lets it sit, slip that Cam Smith and Mark Leishman have signed with Live Golf. Uh, James Corrigan in the Telegraph confirms this, reports that news. Um, says it's signed a deal worth $100 million, which we both thought was a little low given his value as a number two player in the world and reigning Open champion, but who knows. They were playing that week in Memphis as these reports come out. Cam Smith, no comments, um, and kind of just tries to play it off. Evan Priest reports that Australia is getting three of the big golf events on live in this year, 2023. That has not come to fruition. They're getting one, but I don't think they're... Three golf, Live Golf is set to give Australia a combination of three big tournaments in 2023 as part of its expansion. I don't think that's how it played out. I could be wrong, but I, I believe they only have one. 
Um, this was a bad week for recording. I sat outside in a dark car and outside of a beach uh, house. You yeah, were yeah. just scooting through Nebraska. We tried to get an episode off, but we had to. This TRO hearing was like a bonanza. So we did that. Tough, tough recording switch for us. But, you know, we try to mail it in come playoff time, quite honestly, after the last major. Um, so what happened at the FedEx St. Jude? Uh, Zalatoris gets his first victory on the PGA Tour. It was a circus playoff against the Septic Tank. He'd been just kind of nothing since the Honda had like struggled mightily. And then all of a sudden he gets hot after the Septic Tank had been cleaned out after a long summer and he gets hot against Zalatoris. Um uh, there was a bizarre camp tank gets cleaned out. You remember uh, Cam Smith? So there's all these reports that he's going and there's this penalty that's handed down like 24 hours later. His ball was on the hazard line in Memphis and he's getting oh, hot. Yeah. Like he's in contention. Bad, bad painting. Yes. Well, he dropped his ball and it wasn't he didn't take full relief. So it's on the red line. And there have been reports like. He's going to live and he's contending. He's like, this is so awkward. He's going to win. He's out there as a goner. He's going to win the FedEx Cup and leave. And they had hand down this two-stroke penalty like late Sunday from a, from an issue that happened on Saturday. And the conspiracy theories fly. Like they're just jamming him because he's a live goner and they're popping him. The biggest problem, like objectively too, they announced this two-shot penalty after like the DFS markets and final round gambling and odds had already locked. And so betters are like furious about this. Like you're embracing gambling and you hand out this two stroke penalty after you had already taken on all these final round bets, you know, and Sunday bets and Sunday DFS markets and all this stuff. And, and they're like, this is a total like Bush league. You cannot do this if you're the PGA tour. Uh, but that was the bizarre two shot penalty. Uh, betting markets were up in up in arms. Also, with Cam Smith, this was when remember when Scotty Scheffler walked through his line. Everybody memed this, and people like because like it was out in the open, he was going, and Scheffler like walks through his line or walks through his the putt he's reading, and people are like, did he just try to like is he hostile towards Cam Smith? They're playing together as the top of the FedEx Cup rankings, um, and people are wondering what's going on with that. They had fun with that. Scotty Scheffler is he is he a, being a hostile actor there? Uh, there's a FedEx jet flyby on the broadcast. Just totally necessary segment as this FedEx delivery plane flies through the broadcast. Um, Zalatoris wins. He's making putt. He made like a bunch of critical putts. Uh, he's 10 footer in the final hole of regulation. He screams, what are they going to say now? Which is a Steph Curry callback apparently. Yeah. Uh, but that's a viral moment. 14-footer on the second playoff hole to stay alive and a 7-footer for bogey on the third hole. He makes a lot of putts. Um, you know, I, I think his former coach or, or uh, consultant tweeted angrily about this. Oh, yeah. Putts, uh, then you know, then Dan, it came out that he hadn't spoken to the former selling coach. And, Dan and Hicks and Brad Faxon, Brad Faxon to go F themselves and F each other. Uh, a lot of angry tweets that are still out there. You can find them if you'd like. Um, lots so of makes, deleted, lots of deleted tweets from that account over the years. Just a, so, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a delete it, tweet, delete bonanza over there. So he was amazing with his irons. He makes his putts. There was of course this ridiculous playoff where he, remember he hit it up against the collar. It's on the stones, the rocks, but like the ball is like almost buried under the collar and they're like, you can't hit this. You can't hit this septic tank sees the ball stay up and he like goes at the flag and hits it in the water. So, septic like, tank really buried, 
drop this ball here. Yeah, I mean, he hit some amazing shots to get in the play. Like, everybody thought Zalatoris had won it with that, what are they going to say now? And Septic Tank came up behind him and, like, hit an absolute nails shot to, like, the short side of the green. The Made tank, his own birdie. Big week for the tank. Um, so, yeah. So, Septic Tank's in the water, and Zalatoris, like, you can't play this from this, like, against the collar. And he's thinking about things. He eventually goes back to the drop zone, takes some playable, and, and wins it with a bogey. Um, what else happened? So it's a big weekend for Zalatoris. Azinger was analyzing the swallows, like how how Zalatoris was swallowing, like on the tee box. It was like commercial free, and and he was just getting you know getting his takes off. He goes, I can tell you, there's no amount of guaranteed money that can buy what Zalatoris is feeling right now. A uh, uh, sort of quip at, at guaranteed live money um saki baba wins dominant u.s women's amateur this week dominant i think she made like 12 birdies in the final round she wins 11 and 9 uh in the final it's a 36 hole final seven and six in the semis just total dominance at chambers bay which showed well at the u.s uh women's amateur um ricky fowler parts with uh, joe scovran this week uh, or was that last week? Did Scovran caddy for Tom Kim at Wyndham? I'm not sure. Either way, Scovran sled into Tom Kim to quick success with, with Thomas the Tank. Carlos Ortiz removes himself um, from the Live Players lawsuit. Patrick Reed flew to the Asian Tour event and dropped from 46 to 49th in the world rankings, trying to get uh, world rankings points. U.S. Amateur starts, I think, at Ridgewood this weekend. Yeah. And we have the tea times. They may be rolling into yours, but they have the Costanza, Newman, and Kramer, the Seinfeld pairing, the US, USGA pairing. getting cheeky with that. So that's your uh, FedEx St. Jude. The The kids are alive alive and well, like tr- controversy in Memphis. Go ahead. All Moving right. On. BMW. I'm not going to lie. I was researching this last night. You got mad. Cold. You were getting... saying next year we're cutting it off at the open. We're done. We're not including the playoffs. <laughs> it's getting cold in the shed, and I'm I mailed this in. <laughs> All right. I researched. Well, it wasn't a it. big week or anything. I'm I sure. researched. I researched it. I I didn't not do it, but I was getting to the you know the last part of my research process, and I was just like, you know what? This is stupid. This is dumb. This is August. This is. I feel like this just happened. I don't know why we're recounting this. So. <laughs> this won't be a part of next year's re- year in review. We're cutting it off at the open. We'll see. We wouldn't get we'll Ashley Buhai. We wouldn't get the. We'll, we'll include some stuff. We'll see. Next Maybe year. the playoffs because the playoffs are a sham, anyways, and they're just you know. So right. do you know what? Do you know what started this week? Do you know what like the Monday Tiger. morning news was? Tiger flying in, right? And is Eddie no. Bauer flannel? No, what was it? It starts with uh with the clay man on the prowl. Oh, clay gosh. man and P Reed getting into the lawsuit game. So they sue Brandel and the Golf Channel for defamation at seven hundred and fifty million dollars. The clay man is just a menace. He is just God. uh he he literally just, just like disaster of a complaint, right? Like a hundred <laughs> oh, yeah. pages. There's yeah. Typos, huge typo yeah. typos everywhere. He calls Tiger Wood. Then there's like Tiger <laughs> Wood apostrophe s. There's all kinds of issues with this this lawsuit. 
mean, you can just go that. go through it and just uh, pick apart all the typos. And there. there's like a clear section that was clearly written by Justine or something about how <laughs> yes. her prowess as a caddy for Patrick. Uh, yeah. So disaster, uh, the clay man and PP are just getting into the uh, into the lawsuit game. Okay. okay. Uh, then then you had Tiger and Ricky flying up. In the flannels, there's like this, like Philadelphia. I think it's a Philly news station. Gets like gets the shaky camera footage through a chain like fax airport fa- fence, yeah. and, and Tiger gets in and drives the the. It was, I think it was a Nissan Armada. Yeah, but it was like a 2006 <laughs> Nissan Armada. It looked like it'd been worse for the wear. Like, what's going on there? And like again, like why is Tiger driving the car? Again, yep. Yep. What Ricky's got to got to get in and take the wheel there. If somebody's driving, if not, like what? How did the car get there? Can't the guy that drove the car there <laughs> drive the car? Yeah, the keys are already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sure. and and then Tiger is just like decked out in flannel all week, like <laughs> so he's in flannel, <laughs> getting it's off the August. plane. Yeah. <laughs> A chunky, chunky plaid flannel is probably not the, you know, whatever. Go ahead. For the, for the beating, before the beating is in flannel too. Do you, can you remember the hotel name that has this? uh... I do actually. DuPont, right? Yeah. Hotel DuPont. Okay. Has the Delaware delegation. Yeah. So there's all kinds of uh, bad reporting that comes out. Uh, uh, from this, there's somebody jumps the gun, and and gets his report out there that was filled with uh not what would later be reported not true things. What happened? What transpired? Yeah. Anyways, uh, then there was all like people talking to players that were like, "We're sworn to secrecy. We took a effectively a blood oath." Oh, yeah, anyway- yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no one was gonna break the chain or break the seal on, on talking about what happened. Cam Smith WDs because of discomfort in his hip, which was a very, you know, there was like, so it was, was a there Jeff really? Galuli situation. <laughs> Somebody from the tour take him out. You know, they'd given him the two shot penalty. They need to get this guy. He can't win our FedEx Cup. Uh, tomorrow gets leaked to Eamon Lynch, but it's not under the veil of TMRW yeah, yet. It's just this kind of un- unnamed concept. Of these uh, exhibitions, made-for-TV exhibitions. Then NLU report gets kind of like... A- NLU gets all all the details on the the delegation. Uh-huh. It, this is a quote from it. Would dramatically reshape the tour and incentivize the best players to play more together more frequently. So calls calls for a creation of a series of up to 15 limited field <clears throat> big purse events that top players would prioritize in their schedules. The 20 players that were there, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Cantlay, Rom, Xander, JT, Morikawa, Zell Torres, Hovland, Fitzy, Sam Burns, Spieth, Finau, Horschel, Cam Young, Neiman, Homa, Lowry, Tyrrell Hatton, Kevin Kisner, Adam Scott, Ricky Fowler, and Tiger were the players. And obviously missing Hideki, 
which was like then became big rumors, uh, Sung J, Tom Kim. But uh, but obviously all of them were allegedly committed and with the tour. And then a couple of weeks later, we had name and leave. So. Right. He was the one that got away. <clears throat> also represented by GSC, that agency that sent all most all of its players. Yep. So this is the big news of the yeah, week. Yeah, it's the big thing of the week. I mean, I know you had a pretty solid report, airtight, yeah, thorough deal. Uh, the trial date for Mickelson versus PGA Tour is moved to January 8th, 2024. Full year. Yeah, Full long year. ways away. Not what Liv wanted, I don't think. No. I, I just, you know. We're still a year away. What's going on with Liv? We've heard nothing. Nothing's happened in this Q4. Well, I just something about happened. This... Some, nothing good has happened. Yeah, COO left. left. We talked about the uh, these reports that there's going to be three events in Australia. It just seems like so much is moving around and not... I mean, obviously, so much is moving around, but it, I don't know. It feels quite unsettled in live land right now. Pat, Pat Perez took his name off this lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> and and, it, and it, was, it seemed like an attempt to play the Champions Tour. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have no ill feelings towards the PGA Tour. Well, it, your press conference seemed like there were a lot of ill feelings Portland, towards the yeah, PGA Tour. Yeah. You, you said that they forced you to miss the birth of your child. Yeah, a lot of ill will. In that. This was a Bob Herrick report. I didn't really think the lawsuit through. Well, some some honesty, I guess, from Pat. I, I don't know. He's He said a lot of things this year. Lots, a lot of them in conflict with one with each other. All right. Uh, a couple tweets here. It is Adam Shupak tweet. <laughs> Apparently, at the Chainsmokers have overcome their brief flirtation with Live Golf and are back in the PGA Tour's good graces. As the group has been announced as the Saturday main attraction at the Bird's Nest during the Waste Management Phoenix Open. <laughs> Chain smokers, tug of war. But didn't they also come on board for a live event then again? They did Miami or something, right? Or our schedule. I think. I, I can't remember. I Your can't, view doesn't go I that far, but I, I think can't they keep performed track of at Miami. The, the chain yeah. smokers dabblings with broke off. It's yeah. just just unbelievable. Can we can we find different acts? <laughs> Please. Why why is like option one A always chain smokers? <laughs> I don't understand it. Super Bowl weekend in Phoenix, TPC Scottsdale. Those are the chain smokers. Go ahead. Kyle Porter regarding the the Patrick Reed uh, lawsuit. There are so many amazing parts, but I think perhaps my favorite is Reed's lawyer compares Reed to LeBron twice. Cristiano Ronaldo and also mentions him alongside the trio of Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, and Tom Watson. Old legends only. <laughs> Jeez. I forgot about the comparisons to LeBron. Oh, <laughs> Patrick Reed. All right. Uh, let's get to the golf. Do you know who won? Can't lay. Right? Back to return, back. Return of Patty Ice. Oh, <laughs> they start rolling that out again. That's right. It's terrible. Yeah. And Sunday it turns out like a lot of people are in the mix and then it turns into a Cantlay Scott stalling showdown. Oh, I forgot about the Stallings. Stallings Sorry. played great. 
You like, liked this Sunday. I remember podcast. It was a great, really it was a great Sunday. Yeah, yeah. This was like the example of what relegation and actual like having subplots on tour does. Yeah. Like, and it gets like to me. This is like the case for we're we could have weekly relegation. There's weekly relegation in every professional sport with with like players, right? Yep. You know, like yep. guys get sent down, recalled, all sorts of stuff. There's no reason the tour can't be this way with the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, there should be weekly re- relegation. Just look at Wyndham. Wyndham becomes a somewhat interesting, watchable event because of the relegation piece. Which we might get this year. We'll talk about this later. With elevated, like playing your way into elevated events <laughs> at some of these lesser events. I know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll talk about but- it next week. This should be the way the tour is every week. So Cantlay wins. Stallings plays his way in to the to the finals, which is huge for him. Uh, Atlanta, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the first time in his twelve year career, and it's all because he like he played a great Sunday, played awesome. Like he stood, like Cantlay got like this absurd break. His ball hopped over a bunker, and he made a oh, birdie. Yeah, crazy bounce, right? Jump. Otherwise, we might be talking about Stallings winning this tournament. Okay. Um, Adam Scott <clears throat> saved par on the 72nd hole to finish T5, moved from 45th to 29th in the FedEx Cup standings. Sneaks, sneaks Substantial. In. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Corey Connors was out of outside the bubble, birdied three of his final four holes to secure his spot. Two of the birdies came... Now, this is important for President's Cup, future President's Cup. The birdies came because he hit his approach shots to like a foot. <laughs> they were not because he was making putts. So this clutch play yeah. from Connors did not carry over to the President's Cup, no. unfortunately. No. Husky Boy shot 65, low round of Sunday, to finish T5 and jump to 27th. In the FedEx Cup standings. Look, you love the FedEx Cup here. You're giving us the breakdown of the movers and in and out. I this was it. it was really like it was cool to see guys like go out and play and everybody. I think like the thing about it too. It everybody talks about making it to the FedEx Cup finals as their goal, like making it to it's East a, Lake's a goal, and it makes sense, right? Yeah. If you're one of the 30 best players on a 240 person tour. That's like making it in relative terms. Like if you look at like the, the, it's like making um, the lead eight or something, conference exactly finals, things like that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it is significant. But the problem with the FedEx Cup playoffs is like it it starts with 125 guys, and obviously that's changing. Yeah, like yeah. that's one of the issues is that making the playoffs is not like a a badge of honor. Right. I was so, going to bring that up in my FedEx Cup, FedEx St. Jude last week, but I didn't even like just the names that are like cut. It's like we're fine, you know. Like no one's tracking that at, at the one, the seventy, you know, one twenty to seventy mark. Go ahead. Uh, Aaron Wise also makes uh, makes it in. Another, now, something that illuminates a huge flaw with the way the FedEx the FedEx Cup playoffs is just a way to give people bonuses for their play on the season. So Zell sure. Torres gets injured. He's number three in the FedEx Cup. I think he's number three. two or three. He's in, three. In, he wins. At that point. Yeah, yep. he wins and, and, and he's again. hurt. 
Yep. Yeah, it doesn't play again. So if you look at the history, you'll see him as the 30th finisher in the FedEx Cup this year, which is it really yeah. fucking it, stupid. The same it, thing happened with DJ a few years ago. It's like this is not the way their season was. Yeah, I had and, that the following week for this coming week. But yeah, it exposes the flaw of the staggered start. Like he just plummets from third to 30th, makes like 500K or whatever. Oh. Remote golf ball uh, on the 15th hole. So some oh, fan God, brings so a remote weird. golf ball in. Rory, and, right? Yeah, Rory's getting ready to putt, and this remote golf ball th- futs it around. <laughs> this has been DMCA'd, by the way, this video, which is... Oh, of course. <laughs> Sergio video still hasn't been DMCA'd. This has, though. Um, Rory's getting ready to putt. Finally, like, corrals the ball and chucks it into the lake. It was a great moment. <laughs> That was good. So uh, on, I think it was on Saturday. I didn't put the day down here. Luke List missed six putts inside of five feet. Six God. putts. Complete horror <laughs> show. I remember that quirk. Yeah. God. Uh, so Patty Ice wins. There's this uh, this Patty Ice tweet about the FedEx Cup from the tour. So it says that Patty Ice is going to number one in the FedEx Cup, but he was actually going to number two. <laughs> Eric Patterson tweet, there's something to be said with the official tour account. Can't figure out how the FedEx Cup points work. Oh, so good. It's also the USAM, as you mentioned in the last one. Uh, Sam Bennett wins when he was in the in the, in the semis. He had this great, great quote, juicy quote. Oh, I forgot a dog. He, he's playing Dylan Manenti, who's yeah. the remaining top player in the field. And at this point, Bennett has like run through great players, like yeah. murderers row of yep. players. Yep. And he goes, they're great players, but I'm a better player. I feel like I'm the best player. I'm the dog in this race. Like you just don't get those kinds of quotes in golf. Yep. And Minetti was talking about how he's going to fast try to quick play him a little bit or get out ahead, you know, uh-huh. what he can do. That, Bennett that was, was like a, very methodical. Oh, yeah. There were some social media videos about his sort of pre shot routine. And like, I remember like Justin Leonard, whoever's doing the broad cookie, the cookie yeah. monster. Like, well, he's very deliberate. Like, but once he gets there, it's a quick trigger. Once he starts, it's a quick trigger. Like, just trying to rationalize it, not rip him too hard. But, uh, coolest right. shot was Stu. Oh, hitting yeah. the driver into the five and dime hole to like a foot. Sick. That was yep. unbelievable. Uh, also, be remiss if I did not mention AVL Andrew Von Lasso's oh, yeah. getting to the round of 32. Great run. Yep. The Hickory the wor- World Champion, the, the creator of the Gold Boy t-shirt, creator and shipper, the logistics yeah. man behind it. AVL. Became a darling. Rich Lerner loved him and his colorful oh, I... shirts. It just he became a darling of the broadcast with his run in the am. So. And then uh, finally, on a sad note, Tom Weisskopf passed away. Okay. All right. On to last one. I got to get going. You done? Yeah, I'm done. I got to go. I got to get this car to the oil change place. I got all this tour championship research. Well, we didn't do tour championship last year. It'll be it'll be five minutes. When do you got to go? Five minutes? I, I My appointment's at nine. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you then. All right. Everyone enjoy your New Year's. Enjoy your uh, 
I don't know, year review, 10 parts. Uh, enjoy the behind the paywall, never to be released to our championship. We'll be back next week, starting a fresh year. Thanks for your continued support this year and the year review. We're really appreciative of it. We'll see you all next year. <laughs>